Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of August. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman spoke about the government's view on various aspects of the economy at a press conference yesterday. She expressed hope about a recovery in activity in the upcoming festive season as the pace of vaccinations rise. She also spoke about fuel prices which have been a pain point for consumers for several months now. Despite having been at a record since July, the finance minister ruled out a cut in excise duty which accounts for a majority of the price. Blaming the Congress-led UPA, she said that the government has had to pay off the oil bonds and the interest thereon issued by the previous regime to state fuel retailers in lieu of the subsidized rates of petrol and diesel as well as cooking gas and kerosene. That statement drew criticism from some quarters as the interest on oil bonds issued in 2012 has been a small fraction of excise duty collections. Meanwhile, the finance minister reiterated that India's inflation rate is likely to be in the range of 2 to 6 percent. That's the comfort zone of the RBI's Monetary Policy Committee. Indeed, in July, the consumer price index inflation slipped to 5.59 percent from 6.26 percent in June. She also said that the rules that will lead to the scrapping of the retrospective tax demands made on companies such as Cairn Energy and Vodafone will be framed soon. And speaking of the telecom sector, the Economic Times has reported that the government wants promoters of a Vodafone idea to show their commitment to India and to infuse equity as the government prepares a relief package for the debt-laden sector. Officials said that the Department of Telecommunications is, in fact, considering reaching out to Vodafone Idea to understand its plans and the promoter's long-term commitment towards the loss-making telecom company as the government doesn't want a situation where it announces a package and the company still goes under. In international news, Pfizer and BioNTech have submitted early-stage data to the U.S., and to its regulators, showing that a third dose of their COVID-19 vaccine led to higher levels of protective antibodies when given eight to nine months after the initial regimen. The companies expect results from a larger final stage trial evaluating the effects of the third booster dose shortly. In other news, the U.S. is apparently in constructive talks with the Taliban in both Kabul as well as in Doha and Qatar as it seeks to restore order over Afghanistan's main airport and reach a political settlement to the country's decades-old conflict. That's according to State Department spokesperson Ned Price. Desperate scenes have played out at Kabul's international airport as thousands rushed to exit the country after Taliban fighters took control of the capital. The Associated Press reported that at least seven people were killed at the airport on Monday. Oil has fallen for a third consecutive day as Chinese economic data disappointed and the spread of the Delta coronavirus variant has hurt prospects for global demand. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Markets have now ended higher for a sixth day in a row. There are voices echoing caution saying we may have ventured into an overbought zone. 
while the benchmark indices managed to extend gains, the breadth of the market still is in favor of the bears. Options activity is indicating high level of interest at any declines, which puts in a floor to the up move at around 16,500 levels. So caution is advised, but the momentum has not been evaporated yet. Foreign institutional investors were net sellers of shares worth about 1,100 crore rupees, and domestic institutional investors tried to cushion that by buying shares worth about 500 crore rupees. U.S. stocks ended higher and oil prices fell after signs of slowdown in Chinese economy. What could be weighing on the Wall Street are the Delta flare-ups and a weak consumer confidence. In the U.S. bond market, the yield on 10-year Treasury fell to 1.255%, lowest in over a week. Let's find out about the stocks that can be active this morning. Lupin has got tentative U.S. FDA approval for marketing a generic equivalent of Breviact tablets, which is used for the treatment of seizures. According to news reports, the government wants promoters of Vodafone Idea, Vodafone PLC and Aditya Birla Group to show their commitment by infusing equity. The government may infuse more capital in the three loss-making state-owned general insurers. This will help meet regulatory requirements and prepare for listing and privatization. The Drug Regulatory Authority is likely to take up Zydus Cadilla's application seeking emergency use authorization for COVID vaccine this week. If approved, it will be the first vaccine that can be given to 12-year-olds and above. Sadbhav Infra and Adani Group have entered into a share purchase agreement to sell 49% shares in Maharashtra border check post. In a sudden step, regulator SEBI has banned future contracts in China. It is expected that government may soon set the MSP on China and the ban was imposed to curb speculation in the commodity. On the macro front, WPI has moderated in July but still remains in double digits for the fourth month. That coupled with reports that business activities now at pre-pandemic levels will certainly reassure investors. So, experts are advising you should guard your profits, but any major dip will likely be bought into. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 